Thanks for joining us for another message from Southland Church. If you'd like any information about our church, check out our website at mysouthland.com. All right. Um, we have a very special morning this morning. We're celebrating another one of our missions, and not just any of our missions. So everyone take a look that way. What do you see? The wheat. That's our symbol, Southland's symbol, right? That's our insignia. And everyone look that way. What do you see? The leaves shoot. That's church renewal. It's not just any of our missions we're celebrating today. It's our main mission. And I'm very excited about that. And I hope you're, well, I know you're very excited. I've heard some good uh, feedback from you guys throughout the week. There's a bit of a buzz. Uh, I know what they're going to be. Oh, I don't know all of it. I haven't heard it. But they're gonna, we're getting a missions update, and we're going to hear some stories. I'm looking very much forward to hearing what God is doing there. Um, so let's be in prayer. But I just thought I would just... Um, just say a couple of things, because I know we're all called to the Great Commission, we're all called to the Great Command. Something I said at the prayer summit is, we're, we're looking for, like, in our local bodies, you have different bodies everywhere, regions, local churches, countries, and everyone's trying to accomplish the same mission. However, because of culture, because of differences, t- uh, age, demographic, you name it, uh, we all have different expressions of, of fulfilling those. Church renewal is one of our expressions of how we fulfill the Great Commission. We're very excited. Uh, I kind of feel like, I'm, I have to be quick because dad has lots to go through. I'll be quick. But I kind of feel like I was telling him the other week, I'm a, I'm a church renewal testimony. His yes to bringing in the renewal principles into the church resulted in me getting saved. True story. I'm not going to tell you the whole story now. I've told it before. But I'm here as a result. So I feel like I'm a church renewal testimony. I think there's probably many church renewal testimonies in here. Has anyone in here been impacted by confession of sins, deliverance, or inner healing? Anyone? Oh, just a few church renewal testimonies. Okay. How about hearing God? Anyone in here had their life changed because they learned to hear God? Lots. Okay. Church renewal testimonies. We get to hear more church renewal testimonies today. Isn't this awesome? I'm very excited. All right. So just one quick thing, and then I'll invite Pastor Dad up, Pastor Ray. Um, And that is the end, the the last service, or the last service. The last song is not the end of the service. We're doing it a little bit early. It's a special. And then then Pastor Ray has another story, and then we're going to pray over him as a church. Our church-wide prayer request today is going to be at the end. So you have your cards. Don't uh, throw these away. Keep them and then put them on your fridge. Put them in your Bible. Remember to pray for them. But we're going to be praying these prayer requests at the end of the service over the church renewal staff. Sound good? With that, then let's give Pastor Ray a warm welcome as he comes and shares. Wow. That was, uh, that was a great, uh, great intro. And uh, we're going to Asia, Fran and I are. We're speaking in Toronto, first of all, in just a couple of weeks. And then, uh, and then we're going to the Philippines, speaking seven or eight times there, and then Singapore. And I think, if you don't mind, I'll take Stefan with for the intro. And uh, I think that'll help. Let's pray, and then we, we've got lots of ground to uh, cover. Lord, thank you for this uh, wonderful opportunity to be in my favorite church. Um, Lord, I learned so much here, Fran and I did. We have so many dear friends here, and so many people who have blessed us and worked with us 
from the board to staff, personal friends, prayer partners, volunteers, so many. There'd be no church renewal today if there wasn't Southland. And I thank you that you've kept Southland. And I don't believe you're finished with her. I think you did some pruning, but you're far from finished with her. And I just pray a real special blessing on this church in particular, above all other ones, that you would continue to use her, that her light would shine bright, and that you would use her to help us spread church renewal throughout the world. We'll thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, the prayer card, I just want to say something right at the bottom. This is my mistake. It says there, uh, please, uh, you know, you can, you can, for prayer and praise updates, you can uh, email prayer at churchrenewal.com. That is true. If you want prayer and praise items, you can do, uh, do that. What I should have added to that is that if you want the newsletter that we're going to be sending out regularly, you can also do that. So this is how you can do that. Otherwise, I would have said you could go newsletter at Church Renewal. But if you, if you send it to prayer, uh, to prayer at churchrenewal.com and you want the newsletters, well, just ask for it, and we'll put you on that list. Another newsletter is going out this week, and I'm going to be including things that are not in, in the presentation today because there's way too much. All right, so I hope you brought your lunch. And, uh, <laughs> and that you're ready to stay. All right. I'm gonna, there's a couple of things that we want to accomplish with this presentation. Uh, we want to show you just a brief sketch of the story of, uh, of church renewal and what happened, how we got here. There's going to be reporting from our directors on video and some statistics and things. And then I'm going to leave you with, uh, with a bit of a charge on three reasons that we desperately need church renewal and that it's needed, okay? That's how we're going to go uh, this morning. So, the church uh, uh, renewal story is about a movement launched by the Holy Spirit calling many to partner with Him to disciple, equip, and renew global churches. And uh, 2004, and, and I have to skip lots of historical pieces here, but uh, just a sketch. 2004, Grace Chin somebody you don't know, prophesied over Fran and I in a Toronto hotel that I would one day travel much internationally and mentor many pastors. That was 2004. When she prophesied that, we hadn't even moved into phase one of four phases here. We were still at the old building. Um, and that's remarkable. Uh, then in 2006, Grace Fast had a vision three times at a, at a Good Friday prayer summit, and she said, I was speaking in a large auditorium to many world church leaders. 2008, John Bergen asked me to start a ministry to the Canadian church. He called me on December the 4th, just out of the blue. He was the CEO for Willow Creek, Canada, and he said, I'm going to resign you need to start a ministry, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join it, and I'm going to help you. And uh, in 2011, we actually did it. We launched Church Renewal, and this is how we launched it. 
I got up on a, on a Saturday night in our uh, Saturday services and then the Sunday services, and I just simply said, we're launching a new ministry called Church Renewal. We had no materials, we had no pastors, we had no directors, we had, and I had no idea what we were going to do. There were no church renewal weekends or anything. We just announced it. And John and Rain Bergen got busy, crisscrossing Canada, inviting pastors and setting up 44 church renewal roundtables to which Fran and I would fly all across the country and, uh, and speak to them. And that's how we started to get Canadian pastors. On February the 18th, 2012, uh, Apostle Alex sat in my office just before he was going to get up to speak, and he was the first one to request materials for his pastors. And then he got up in the services, some of you uh, may remember it, and he announced that I was going to write him. <laughs> I hadn't said yes. He just announced it and said, Pastor Ray is going to do this, and then he said something else. He said, and if you don't want them, we'll take them. Now, he changed that later when he heard Stefan in Africa, and he said, we don't need you anymore. We'll take Stefan. So, um, whatever. November uh, 2012, same year, Sean Van Dopp, who preached here just a couple of weeks ago, and Phil Collins were the first two pastors who started in mentoring. That was 2012. That's 10 years ago. And, uh, and they're, they're still in church renewal, and they became our first coaches, and they're still coaching. Uh, December 4th, 2012, Grace Fast said she received words that I was to write books. And a month later in prayer with the board on a, on a Sunday evening, or I forget now the evening, but it was, I, remember, I remember it, got the board members together and we prayed. And uh, we were praying about church renewal and John Farragut that I was supposed to write books. There were fantastic things shared at that board meeting, but... Uh, this, this just links with the story. April 11th, 2013, God called me to the nations on a flight from Asuncion, Paraguay, on the way to uh, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. And we were in the air, and suddenly I was just overcome with this ball of emotion just erupted out of me, and I started to weep. Uh, out of nowhere, nobody was talking to me. I was looking out the window. And Fran looked at me and she said, what is the matter with you? And uh, I could hardly speak. And uh, I was so overcome with emotion. And the Lord said, I'm calling you to the nations. And I've given you the Father's heart for the nations. And then later, Fran got a vision. Same flight, well, the flight from Sao Paulo, the leg from Sao Paulo to Toronto. She got a picture of us and a family picture, but all the all the family around us morphed into a family of nations. That was 2013. May 13, uh, 2013, we ran our first church renewal weekend here with 26 participants, and Apostle Alex was one of them. And uh, Stephen, uh, Pastor Stefan ran the set free for all 21 church renewal set frees that we ran here. And uh, he, he ran that part, and I would preach on Sunday. And um, on May 
2014, Ryan Warkenton and Martin Gunter set up our first video conferencing system with two large screens for mentoring and then added another six later on. At the time, there was only one corporation in Canada using a system like that. It was being used in other places. That, this is before Zoom and all of that. And uh, these guys did an amazing job getting us going or we wouldn't have been able to mentor the way we uh, did. Uh, that same year, Erfunk came to me and he suggested that I hire Eddie and Christina Dubon to be the directors for Latin America. And I said, I don't want to hire them. And it wasn't because they weren't nice people. I, I didn't even know what I was doing in Canada. So I said, no. The very next day he saw me, and do you know what he said? Have you thought more about what I said to you yesterday? I said, no, Irv. I I'm not ready to hire them. But just a few months later, we did indeed hire them. That was 2015 they started. And uh, uh, within six months, they had three Latinos here, uh, pastors, well, leaders, church leaders. One was um, a, 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 a leader for Campus Crusade, and the other two were from the same church. And then it just, it just grew from that. There's over 700 pastors in Latin America now involved. And they were running a set-free just yesterday. There were, in fact, there were three set-frees in Latin America yesterday. Right now, there's an empower going on as we speak in Uganda. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, we, we, nev we never, ha half the time we don't know when things are happening anymore. We just happen to hear them. And uh, it's, it's really remarkable. And um, so Eddie and Christina became our first international directors and launching, of course, in Latin America and Spain. 2015, Joe and Jen Waldner, Randy Platt, Kevin Unger, Bob Branton, and others worked. I mean, they worked hard for 15 years through the Tupandani organization and uh, to help Apostle Alex Metalla, not only with farms and orphanages, but in, in 2015, they built the Church Renewal Kachiri Training Center, which is just north of Kampala. And that's where they bring pastors in to train them in church renewal. They bought land, they built buildings, buildings, and um, I've spoken there a number of times. Uh, Pastor Stefan has spoken there a number of times. And in 2016, back to the board here at Southland, the Southland board, uh, Len Neufeld, the board chair, John Fair, Doug Ham, Brad Squires, and Irv Funk decided to build a retreat training center for the church renewal, uh, for church renewal over there, that, that wonderful center. And we conducted 21 church renewal weekends in seven years, and thousands of pastors, denominational leaders, and church people came from 47 countries. And over 6,000 pastors, church staff, denominational leaders, and other church members flew in to join us in those weekends. Hundreds of you donated, volunteered at those church renewal weekends, translated, or have been prayer partners for church renewal directors. And uh, how many of you, just raise your hand, how many of you have been involved in some way with church renewal in the past or present? Raise your hand. Oh, it's just huge. And uh, Stefan uh, stole my thunder there before, but I'm glad he did. I was going to say, take a look at that. Church renewal is your mission. It is your mission. It still is your mission. 
um, as you're going to, as you're going to see. 2016, Pastor Stephen began mentoring Henry Kakuza and 14 African pastors, and he did that for several years to be uh, church renewal coaches. And in 2017, you sent us out from Southland. That was the transition date. It's exactly five years ago. And you sent us out to church renewal full-time because I couldn't do both anymore. And, um, and we hired Kim at that time to run our, uh, our admin. And we tattooed our logo on your church walls so that you'd never forget us. Try taking that thing off. You'll find it's with glue that would take the whole wall down. And uh, we did it because we never wanted you to forget us because you're part of it. And uh, that's important. In 2018, Fran began mentoring pastor's wives. And in 2019, uh, uh, Chris Puhatch began condensing materi uh, pastor's materials into what we call the way. And it's taking the materials that I write for pastors and it condenses it into roughly half the amount of pages, roughly. And uh, then it can be used uh, uh, widely in, in other contexts. That same year, the first version of Church Renewal Manager was completed after two years of, uh, of coding. And uh, then in the same year, Luke and Marie-Paul Bremot began translating materials into French for our pastors in Quebec, France, and Belgium. And that happened at a church renewal weekend. There were French pastors here from Quebec that sat with us at noon. It was on a church renewal weekend, and they said, will you, will you mentor the French pastors? And I said, well, not till we have translation. We can't do it. That night, I brought it to the Church Renewal uh, um, Prayer Summit, and I announced it. I said, let's just add this to the prayer list. And right there, everybody prayed for a translator for French. Do any of you remember that? Yes, a bunch of you remember that. Guess what happened? By the end of the evening, as we were singing our last song, we had had communion already, and I was standing right there with Fran. And uh, we were introduced to the Bremos. They were at the prayer summit, and they came to us and they said, we feel like God is calling us to translate. They've been translating ever since. And they do it on their own time, and it's, it's, rem it's remarkable. And now pastors in Belgium and France are, um, are being mentored, uh, and, as well as Quebec. Uh, 2020, Henry Kukuza became our, our East Central Africa director. And the same year, Joshua and Phoebe Pantoa became our Southeast Asia directors based in Manila, in the Philippines. They moved there. And by the way, they're watching right now. It's very late there. It's uh, late in the evening. Their, their Sunday's finished. Hello, Joshua and Phoebe. It's good to see you. And... Um, and that same year, Marketplace Leaders Renewal, MPLR, was launched by Paul Neustader here. And uh, he does it for free. And he's a director for that, and he hired his sister, Melody, uh, to be his admin person. And uh, that, has been, that has been a tremendous ministry to the Marketplace Leaders. 2020, same year, Tim Unruh became the Church Renewal Technology Director and oversees three other programmers, Riley Siemens, Tim Coop, and Joe Coop. Do you know that nine of the staff attend this church? 
And many of the volunteers and the prayer uh, partners, they're right from this church. It's, uh, it's remarkable. And then the next year in 2021, the Way app was launched. By the way, right now, I, got, I, received, a, I, I received a message just as the service was starting. It was from our um, MP and, and friend, friend of mine, Ted Falk. And he's in a church in Caledonia right now. And they were talking about church renewal in the service. And so he, he sent me a message and said, praying for your weekend here. And um, so it, it's all over. It's, it's moving quickly. November 19th, 2021, a year ago, on our 10th anniversary to the day, Church Renewal received charitable status, Canadian charitable status, and officially became an organization distinct from Southland. Just like Tupandani has its own board, uh, Church Renewal is its own entity as well. And then on January tw uh, 1st, 2022, uh, the uh, Prayer Partner Ministry, which had been led by Grace Fast for years, uh, was, uh, was uh, continued by Terry Weeb, Sharon Stapleton, and Fran Dirksen. We have 42 prayer partners, many of them here, but also in other places as well. All right, that's a little, just a little sketch of, of the history. Let me just uh, show you a few stats of what God is uh, doing. And uh, we now have 1,651 pastors in 51 countries that we're mentoring right now. And then you see how many pastors, spouses are being mentored and MPLs and spouses, as well as the total number of coaches in these. Uh, this next stat will interest you quite a bit, I think. And uh, up it comes. And we started in 2012, as you see, and uh, we, we started with two. And then five years later, when you sent us out to church renewal, we, we had arrived at 470. And five years later, right now, we're at 1651. Hasn't God done great things? And we have many pastors that are in line, signed up, waiting to be mentored in Latin America and in Africa right now. And we don't have, uh, we just don't have enough resources to get to every, everybody yet. So it's growing. And... Um, it grew 27% just this last year. The materials, here are some of the materials, and you're familiar with that, hearing God set free and empower ministers. And then the next slide shows uh, the volumes, the implementation volumes, and it's actually five, and I'm already working on the sixth, so that's a dated photo, uh, as you can see, but I wanted you to be able to see it. There are now over 2,100 pages, probably will be 3,000 by the time we're finished, that's like, 700, that's like seven 300-page books. So when I go away to write, now you know why I'm doing that. And um, it, it's a tremendous amount of work. And that doesn't include the way materials. That's just those, and then they condense it and turn it in something for the way, and then there's the translations on top of all of that. Here's, we're uh, translating into, at various stages, into 10 languages already. Uh, there you see some samples. Uh, this is uh, English, French, and Spanish, Ukrainian, Chinese, Farsi, but there's other ones there as well. And some of them are already on our app. These, uh, some of these shots, four of them are already on our app. And uh, so, uh, 
And that's uh, it's remarkable what God is doing. Well, we want you to see uh, some testimonies now from our directors. So I'm going to be quiet, and we're going to watch this for the next 20 minutes. Hello, we're Eddie and Cristina Dubon. We oversee Spanish and Portuguese-speaking countries in Latin America and Europe. We have 718 lead pastors in mentoring, 30 coaches, and 56 groups running from our region. We have been mentoring pastors in our region during the past seven years, and thanks to COVID these past two years, we have seen a growth from 250 lead pastors back in January 2020 to 718 lead pastors up to now. About 70% of those pastors sit with their spouses every week to receive mentoring. We hear in a weekly basis about set frees, hearing God seminars, prayer summits happening everywhere in our region. During summer, I had, we had the opportunity to visit uh, two different cities in, in Spain, where I had the opportunity to preach in three different churches. It was so exciting to see that they, in these churches, they already have a new verb. And this verb is M-O-R. And this verb, which is in English, a, a smorping, a, or smorp, a, is the one that we use to find God directions every time we want to get from God's Word a, something that He wants us to do. It was so exciting to see that. It was a privilege to me to be preaching among them and see what, how God is using the principles of our church renewal. It is exciting to see what God is doing in the mentoring groups every week. Pastor Eric Bautista from Guerrero, Mexico, shared with us uh, that every Sunday before the service, he gives the congregation a verse he will use in his sermon to do a moao with. The result of this is that God has been speaking to the lives of people even before the sermon is shared. And God has been giving them steps of action in regards to these verses to either grow in character or give them ideas on how to abide in Christ more while the pastor preaches. Pastor Jose Calvo, who is a level one lead, a coach and also is a leader of a denomination, he had, they already finished a, a hearing God seminar with the 14 churches that are under him. They were so amazed but with the 200 participants who were leaders in their network that they said and expressed that they were so thankful for this because as they practiced hearing God, God was able to speak to them. They knew that God speaks, but making it so real and taking time to each week to do homework, it was such an amazing part in their life that it was a game changer for each one of their leaders. Pastor Jose, in his own words, says, Imagine what God can do with the leaders that hear God intentionally to make any kind of decision to receive and give encouragement. Thank you so much, he said, for sharing with us these materials. Part of my job besides translating materials into Spanish is to coordinate other languages translations, as well as oversee Spanish and French administration of the participants and groups. Recently, we started a third round of level one mentoring in French. It is exciting to hear what is happening and how the coaches from Quebec and France both will host in their respective countries a set free retreat so that pastors in their mentoring groups can attend and experience it as they have never got the chance to come to a church renewal weekend. Thank you so much for your prayers and donation that allow us to do the ministry God has called us to do. Hi, my name is Tim Unra, and I'm the Director of Technology for Church Renewal. I want to share with you how technology has played a part in what God's doing through Church Renewal. When we first started online mentoring in 2012, 
video conferencing wasn't as ubiquitous as it is today. To give you some perspective, Zoom as a company was founded on the same year as Church Renewal. So in order to mentor groups online, we had to use an enterprise-grade conferencing system that was only used by large corporations at the time. As the amount of people in mentoring grew, the administration workload quickly became unfeasible. So to solve this, we started work on a custom online mentoring platform to help streamline and automate many of the aspects related to church renewal mentoring. Fast forward to today, and our online mentoring platform facilitates 150 groups meeting each week with participants from 50 different countries in four languages. It has streamlined every part of mentoring to the point where we now require seven times less administrative hours per participant than we did in 2016. I'm also excited for how we've been able to simplify the process for our volunteer coaches so that they can focus on pouring into their groups. We've also been working on ways to make the renewal practices more accessible. One of those initiatives is the Way app, which contains all of the Way discipleship materials, as well as additional tools and resources to help believers minister to others. The app was built from the ground up to work internationally and support multiple languages. Currently, we support English, Spanish, French, and Ukrainian, the latter of which was just added this month. A lot of care has been taken to make the Way app compatible with a wide range of devices, including old and low-end phones often found in third world countries. Having the way in a digital format has made it much more accessible. It's eliminated the requirement for printing, which was a barrier to some. New modules and languages are pushed out automatically as they become available, and people can have the lessons read aloud to them, as well as make highlights and take notes. We're also seeing the way used in new ways. Alongside of its use in the church, we have heard of missionaries using the way in closed countries, as well as many reports of organic one-on-one -on -one discipleship. Looking forward, we are working on additional features in the Way app that will make it easier for churches to use in their context. We're also looking at ways that we can make the 2100 pages of implementation manuals more accessible to pastors by building tools to search, cross-reference, and see high-level overviews of the lessons. I'm excited to see how God has used and will continue to use technology to accomplish what he's doing in church renewal. I rejoice in what God is doing through church renewal all around the world. I get to focus in on North America and in parts of Europe. Recently, dozens of pastors here in North America have told me that they're only still in ministry because of church renewal. That sobers me that we get to come alongside of them. I know that you're concerned about the direction of our country, the direction of our continent. One of the ways we can translate that concern into action is by partnering with what the Holy Spirit is doing. So we want to support these shepherds who are ministering in these local churches here in our country and around the world. We've also seen a dramatic increase in the number of set-frees being run. Coming out of the pandemic, people have need, needed a cleanup. They needed to be set free again. Many churches are sending me testimonies. Every week I get them. A pastor on the East Coast recently emailed me and he said, we just ran a set free and the people raised the roof with their worship. I saw joy on their faces. We can share in that joy as we partner in this ministry. I love that. We're seeing an, in, an increase in interest and implementation in the French speaking world, here in Canada and Quebec, in France, in French speaking Africa. Pastors already in church renewal have been so impacted who speak French that they're laboring hard 
to spread this to others and more are signing up. Praise God for that. God loves people of every ethnic group and wants to see them renewed of every language. And related to that, our way discipleship materials are spreading all over the place. We can't even keep track as people spontaneously want to share their renewal with others. And back to the idea of languages, we're having it translated into many languages, these discipleship materials. But sometimes we don't even know it's being translated into a different language because somebody will, will be impacted by it in English or Spanish. And then they'll say, I need this in my native language so I can share it with others. An example of this is in Ontario. Uh, not too long ago, a number of people moved to Canada from Iran. They went to a church led by a church renewal pastor. He discipled them using the abide materials, th that part of the way discipleship materials. They were so impacted. They made deeper commitments to Jesus. One of them even made a first-time commitment. They now have turned around and sacrificed to translate the abide into their native language of Farsi, which is being used in BC, in Ontario, in Germany. I, again, I can't even keep track. One of them shared it with their mom in Iran. She was so touched that she moved through the materials very slowly, afraid that they would end, because it was bringing her hope in a very dark place for Christians. Now these young disciples of Jesus are translating the Grow Character Manual. So we praise God what he's doing through church renewal. We're humbled by it, and we give glory to him, and we're going to continue to labor. Thank you for partnering with us. When I think about church renewal here in Africa, especially for us who are privileged to be part of this great movement, church renewal ministry has done an awesome job in our lives. There is a drastic shift from just being a hyper-charismatic to uh, a balanced, fervent, and spirit-filled, all-seasoned leader. You have to understand that here in Africa, we are very energetic and very athletic. And uh, sometimes we think that being loud in prayers equates to faith. As we're being told, church renewal is grounding us now into the Word of God. We are being uh, grounded deeper and deeper into the Word of God. So we are grateful for these biblical teachings that are given to us. These are ancient principles. They are not new, but they are very powerful. Thank God that the leaders are now are more accountable. They are not ashamed to be vulnerable in public confession is practiced in church because we realize that pastors are not superstar they can as well Ella so as we are growing in this teaching uh, our character is being uh, grounded in the word of God and we are growing in character and because of that there there is restoration in families and not only just that, that churches are experiencing what we call a healthy growth. And so we are growing in numbers, 405 pastors now in mentorship. We are reaching countries that are 
We are now in Uganda, South Sudan, Tanzania, Kenya, Next, and Rwanda, and also we are going to Ethiopia. So we are grateful for this global church renewal movement. Thank you, and God bless you. When I started sensing God's call to work in church renewal and to start facilitating groups of marketplace leaders, I'll admit I was not excited about it. I knew that Matthew 28, 19 to 20 called me to disciple others. However, I was much more comfortable with the evangelism side of things. The idea of scheduled regular meetings with others was something I actually had little desire to do. I was afraid of giving up a fairly flexible schedule. I decided to take this to the Lord in prayer. It was quite simple. I sensed God calling me to disciple others in the marketplace. So I was determined to listen and obey. I made that decision to obey and asked God if he would give me a joy for discipleship. I praise God that it didn't take him too long and he answered my prayer. How does God bring unspeakable joy? Well, one of the groups that I was starting uh, mentoring in 2020 was really challenging. Months went by and I confided in God asking him, why, why is this so tough? I thought the entire group would quit when we went into our next module. Of course, that would have solved the problem. To my shock and surprise, they all wanted to continue. Again, I prayed, Lord, give me a heart for these people and for this group. Guide me in helping each of these in their journey. Oh, boy. And then the Lord gave me wisdom and our group started to grow. The Lord just wanted me to grow in patience. I've been able to see this most challenging group become one of my favorite groups as each person has grown incredibly in the Lord. Now they're walking in faith, listening and obeying. And in 2020, to my knowledge, only one or two of them were actually discipling others. Today, the entire group of nine are discipling. Isn't God good? As marketplace leaders partakes in discipleship, it's changing them. As they abide in Christ and grow in character, it is changing them. Of course, this works wonderfully in a church that's committed to the pathway of church renewal. How about those where their church isn't interested in CR and the ancient pathways that CR emphasizes? This is what's happened. We've had several MPLs in a group and they've been frustrated that church is not in CR. They have encouraged their pastor to join. However, nothing has happened. No pastor joined from their church. But these marketplace leaders have continued their journey in the way. And this is where it gets interesting. We've encouraged these marketplace leaders to be patient and allow others to see their personal change. Some of those same churches that previously said no are now in church renewal. How did this happen? These leadership teams have watched those same men and women in their discipleship journey, and they've seen change in those individuals' lives. And then those churches and pastors have become interested in CR. I praise God for how he is using the people and the tools that he has entrusted us with for his honor and glory. Amen. Amen. Hello there. We are Joshua and Phoebe Pantoja. We are your church renewal ministry partners in the Southeast Asian region. In 2019, after serving the Lord in pastoral ministry for over 20 years in Alberta, we moved back here in the Philippines to answer God's call to start the ministry of church renewal. We rejoice with so much thanksgiving in our hearts for what He has done so far in our small beginnings, all by God's grace. Allow us to share some recent highlights of what God has been doing through the church renewal efforts here. 
one of the small beginnings that God gave us was the opportunity to start learning groups with pastors and workers in India. Which, by the way, is outside the region of our assignment. That's right. Last August,